Hello, my people. Welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope, as always, we are doing good. Today's episode, oh, you guys know I love, love, love the psychology-based stuff. Me and my psychology degree. I think, to be honest, it's just that I'm excited to use my degrees and then it's like, you know, all that 30 grand plus debt that I'm in is actually not going to waste. But for those of you who did join us on the five-day mindset mastery last week, you'll know just how passionate I am about this and how much it helps, you know, understanding your mindset and being able to make these mindset shifts that set you up for success. Because as a fitness coach and trainer, my, you know, goal is to help the clients that I work with and the people who follow me on socials as well, because I love to help as many people as I can out with my content, with the podcast, with my Instagram, all platforms that I use with understanding training and exercise and fitness and nutrition. But I like to bring in a third tier that not everyone does, which is psychological well-being, mindset, resilience, all of that, because it really does come into it. Because when you've got a strong, solid mindset, you looked after your emotional well-being, you've got that self-confidence and self-belief. That's what's going to skyrocket your results. And that's what's going to get you feeling the best version of yourself. Yes, training and exercise helps. Yes, nutrition helps. But this third layer it makes the world of difference. It really, really does. So today, I want to talk to you about three mindset shifts that are going to 10x your results this year. Whether that's a result with fat loss, whether that's a result with muscle building, whether it's just a result with building healthier habits. I'm going to apply all of these principles to all of them. I guarantee you, if you can make these mindset shifts this year, I guarantee you, your results will fly. And not just that, you're going to feel so much better because what I'm going to teach you today is not just applicable in the realms of health and fitness, but it's applicable to all other walks of life as well, your career and your relationships and any other struggles and adversity that you may face in life. So if you can make these shifts, life is going to change for the better. And I mean that. So shall we dive straight in? Let's do it. Because I know you're sat on the edge of your seat right now thinking, come on, just tell me what this is. I want to change my life, bro. So let's do it. The first one is fixed versus growth mindset. If you can shift from having a fixed growth, fixed mindset into a growth mindset, you are going to have better results. So what are these two concepts? First and foremost, a fixed mindset is the mindset that you cannot change who you are. You cannot change your abilities. You were born this way. Things are as they are. And that's that. Growth is that you believe that you have the ability to grow, develop, change through efforts and hard work and learning. And I think we'd all like to think that we have a growth mindset, but with a lot of things that we do, we do, we do think that we have a fixed mindset. Oh, they're always going to be better than me. I'm never going to be able to lose this weight. What's the point? And the issue with having this fixed mindset is that you're more likely to give up. You're less resilient to change. You're less likely to try different approaches. And you're more likely to blame external factors as well you know you're never you know you're less likely to take ownership you know blame other people and situations and circumstances whereas with growth mindset you see challenge and change as a good thing you're willing to learn you're willing to adapt you know that you know maybe you're not where you want to be now but you're willing to put in the effort because you believe that your efforts and determination and applying things is what's going to help you to change. So if we apply that to weight loss, 
people who tend to have like a fixed mindset with weight loss will maybe try a diet and fail and then be like, well, I'm always going to fail diets. I'm not good enough. I'm useless. I'm this. They might even blame things like genetics. You know, some people are just lucky. They've got good genetics. Um, more likely to quit, you know, when things go wrong, but like, well, you know, I knew I, knew I could fail. So I knew I was going to fail. So what's the point? I might as well give up. Whereas with growth mindset, you might go, okay, so maybe this approach isn't working for me. Can I try something else? I've had a bad day. It's not a bad forever. I can learn and I can grow from this. A really, really, really good book about fixed first growth mindset is called, I actually believe it's just called Mindset. I was looking at my bookshelf now, but I think it's actually in my bedroom by Dr. Carol Dweck. It's brilliant. And that basically covers the fixed first growth mindset in loads of different domains of life. So relationships and studies and education. But really, when it comes to health and fitness, if you have a growth mindset, you are realizing that the process is a journey, that it's going to acquire change, acquire change. Well, you will acquire change, but require change is the word I meant to use there is going to involve challenges. It's going to involve, you know, setbacks and pushes forward. It's not going to be a smooth journey, but that's okay. And that's part of it. So if you can shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, you are setting yourself up for success. There's no doubts about it. The next one is something that I bang on about all the time to my clientele. So they'll all be sick of me hearing this one. And that's to strive for progress rather than perfection. Perfectionism relates to a psychological construct known as self-compassion. And when you are high in perfectionism, you are tend to be low in self-compassion because when you want to be perfect and you fall short of perfection, you tend to beat yourself up. You become very, very, very self-critical, like, oh, I, I didn't do this and I can't achieve this and what's the point? Whereas being able to be kind to yourself in the face of setbacks, it actually can help with your motivation. It can help with your self-esteem. It can help with your confidence massively, 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 massively. And this is what this podcast is about. It's not just about improving your results, but just improving your overall confidence and self-belief because confidence and self-belief is is everything. It's absolutely everything when it comes to success. It's absolutely everything when it comes to results. So if you strive to be perfect, you will tend to find that you beat yourself up a hell of a lot more. You're a lot harsher to yourself. You're a lot more negative to yourself. And it does seem logical to strive to be perfect. It's like, well, why would you not want to be 10 out of 10? You know, that's what we've always grown up to do. You know, you get the best results. You get, you know, the A star, 10 out of 10. You've done good, but life doesn't always work like that. And that's why I think it's absolutely stupid to try and strive to be perfect. When you strive to be perfect, you will feel like a failure so much more because the chance of you falling short of that is increased, right? If you, for example, strive to be good enough, you're going to make some mistakes, but you'll be able to accept that some of these mistakes are, you know, you're still your best efforts and that's okay. Whereas if you strive to be perfect, the the chance of failure or a setback or feeling that you've fallen short of something drastically increases, which means those feelings of failure and disappointment, discouragement, they're going to increase as well whenever you fall short of it. And that's what's going to make you feel terrible and Ultimately, as well, as well as having a huge knock-on effect on your self-esteem and confidence, it's more likely to quit. Because if you constantly feel like you're failing and constantly don't feel good enough, why are you going to keep going? You're going to reach a threshold where it's like, you know what, enough's enough here. I can't do this. What's the point? Striving to be good enough and, you know, aim for progress is a much more sustainable and realistic approach as well. 
because you can't just go, 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 go to be 10 out of 10 all the time. You know, it's not a long-term strategy. It's not a realistic strategy either. You know, it's not flexible because there's going to be challenges and change and adversity throughout a journey. There's going to be things that get in the way, whether it's something you could have avoided and maybe do different next time or not. And that's okay. Maybe you have to adapt. Maybe you have to accept that sometimes you're not going to be able to be 100% and that is more than okay. Your car breaks down, so you don't get to the gym for a couple of days. You're ill, you know. So many things can get in the way of of the goals that you have and the tick boxes that you've set out, and you have to be accepting of that. And as well, when you're just focusing on progressing rather than trying to be perfect, it reduces the pressure because trying to be perfect in 10 out of 10 is a lot of pressure. You know, think back to the other elements of life that we talked about, you know, where being 10 out of 10 or perfect did matter more, you know, passing your driving test. But even then you didn't need 100%. But just think about those those moments where you had to meet a certain threshold to succeed. There's so much pressure, isn't there? There's so much stress. There's so much anxiety. Whereas if you're just focusing on progressing and imagine if imagine if you didn't actually have to do a test to pass your driving lesson or you didn't have to do a test to pass your exams at school. You just had to keep getting better and keep learning and eventually you'd reach a point where, you know, maybe you got accepted. How much more enjoyable would that have been? You know, how much more would you have actually just embraced the journey and the learning rather than doing it as a means to an end? So I want you to apply that and think about that because you actually have the power to do that with your weight loss, fitness, muscle building journey. You have the capacity to make it about the process rather than the end result and really enjoy it and reduce that internal pressure on yourself and just enjoy the ride of self-growth and development. So this is why I want you to think about your approach now. Are you just striving to be perfect and get everything done all the time to achieve X goal? Or are you just focusing on getting that a little bit better every day? Progressing, progressing with your journey, progressing with your habits, progressing your lifts, progressing your confidence, progressing all of these things and just getting better as a person. What is it you're focusing on? Because I guarantee you, if you can shift from putting more emphasis onto progressing, and less away from perfection, your confidence is going to grow, your self-belief and esteem is going to grow, but your results are also going to be a hell of a lot better. And the last one, which very much does lead off these two as well, they're all very, very interlinked, to be honest, is embracing failure. And there is actually, and yeah, psychology, here we go, psychological theory called post-traumatic growth. Now, when I mean post-traumatic, when I say trauma here, I don't want you to think of like literally like, you know, death and assault and things. Trauma can just be anything that has a negative impact on us. So even something like failing a diet or seeing your weight go up or things like that can have that negative impact. And when you have the capacity to, to use a traumatic and negative, a setback, whatever it is, events, it can lead to you actually growing as a person and believing yourself more and actually improving your self-esteem and helping you to cope. Because failure is part of the process. And that's what everyone needs to understand. We fear failure. We have this chronic, I can't fail. I can't do anything wrong. I can't slip a toe out of line. Otherwise, I've done bad and I'm not good enough. And all these negative emotions flood in. But here's the reality. It's going to happen. So embrace it. Be ready for it. Accept that it's going to happen at some point. And I don't want you to see it as a bad thing. Because it's not, it's really, really not. It's just an opportunity to learn, grow and be better. Every time that you fail and come back, your resilience grows, your self-confidence grows because that bounce back, the ability to bounce back is tough. Every single time you do that, it makes you feel that little bit stronger. So 
I want you to stop fearing it. I want you to stop trying to avoid it. I want you to stop letting it consume you when it happens. I want you to be ready for it. I want you to do one thing, if nothing else in this podcast. I want you to accept that within the next week, two weeks, month, something is not going to go to plan. And that's a good thing. Because what does that thing do? It allows you to change your approach, be better, be stronger, build resilience, build your goddamn confidence. And every single time you can do that, you are going to experience failure in a different way. Because the more times that you then experience it after, the more you can bounce back in a positive way, which then means that setbacks don't lead to you quitting. Setbacks don't lead to you giving up. Setbacks lead to maybe a little sad to start with because it's okay. Well, I'm not saying here that you shouldn't feel any sort of negative emotions when something doesn't go to plan because if you didn't, that would be weird. Like if you like, you know, failed, I'm like, woohoo, a failure again, get in. That's not what I'm saying here, but it's just that mental capacity to take it and not let it consume you and go, right, what can I do about this? How can I learn from this? How can I bounce back from this and come back stronger? Accept, embrace, and use it to build and grow. Don't let it knock you down. So to consolidate this podcast and wrap up, the three mindset shifts that you need to make this year in order to 10x your confidence and better your results within your health and fitness journey. Shift from a fixed to a growth mindset. And if you do think you're stuck in that fixed mindset um, group, I 100% would recommend them to the book. Uh, uh, mindset 100% is brilliant strive for progress rather than perfection strive to be better strive to be good enough stop aiming to be perfect and be ready to embrace failure and if you can do all those things I guarantee you guarantee you guarantee you your results are going to fly your confidence is going to fly and you are going to feel so much better in yourself all around I really really hope this one's been helpful for you um I absolutely love doing this style of podcast I love psychology I love mindset it's it's just as much of a passion as fitness is for me and that's why I absolutely love the fact that I can help people that I coach with both to skyrocket their results and just get them feeling and looking the best selves you know and not only get to help my clients look amazing but feel amazing by working on all of these things with them and it's incredible so I really hope you guys can take things from this and apply it to your own life and just make you an even better version of you this year. Over and out for this week, my amazing people. I hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, I'll catch you on next week's episode.